Welcome everyone to the first episode of Aquarian Insights. I'm really excited because I hope to create a forum for discussion in all aspects of health and I look forward to bringing on different guests as well as providing you all with my thoughts, opinions and research on different topics in health. From understanding new discoveries and techniques and tools used in modern medicine to unraveling the truths of our ancient ancestral wisdom. In our first episode today, I wanted to set the stage for future discussions by mapping out what I call the levels of healing. Really, that's a framework for our multidimensional anatomy. And so when we think about mind, body, and spirit, and how that is so much more than our physical selves that most of medicine and society focuses on. And this is a super important starting point for me because when we can begin to view ourselves as a cohesive mind, body, spirit, we can begin to unravel any health challenges we have and seek to live optimally on all levels of our existence. And so stay tuned and I hope you guys enjoy and look forward to doing more episodes for everyone. Today, I wanted to talk about the levels of healing and really begin to understand what health is and what makes us human. To fully encapsulate the notion of health, we need a better understanding of what health is, rather than what we are conditioned to believe is merely an absence of symptoms. This heralds in many questions, but the first one that needs to be attended to is what component parts of us as humans go into our health? Allopathic medicine in the process of seeking to understand the human system has divided and further subdivided the wholeness of what it means to be human into abstract parts and then tried to build it back out from the smallest material particle. While the materialistic view of how the human system functions is of value, solely relying on that view and denouncing the other aspects of being has done a disservice to the medical community, to patients, and to society. To appreciate what health truly means it is important to have a framework that can encompass all aspects of health. In lieu of looking at the body as a random collection of materials and chemical processes, it is more apt to look at the body as it truly is, a multi-dimensional energy system that consists of physical, energetic, mental, emotional, etheric, and spiritual levels. And the realization that these levels are in a constant exchange of information within us and with our environment. Because it is this that makes us human, and it is this lens we must look through to understand health truly. Now, this may be a new way of thinking for some, I realize, but I believe it is pivotal to begin to appreciate this on a deep level, as true healing requires simultaneous work on all levels of our energy matter continuum. For us to optimize our biological function, we need to create harmony on all levels of our system and in the energy exchange with our environment. It is important to note that the levels are not truly separate, but they act as an energy matter continuum in constant oscillation. One cannot be fully balanced on one level and not on another. It is a continuous flow of energy within us, just as there is a continuous flow between the individual and the environment around us. In modern times, we've been conditioned to view all our ailments as merely, quote-unquote, physical in nature. 
And this combined with several factors of disease going unacknowledged by many health practitioners has led to undue suffering and unrealized potential in many individuals. Even in holistic healthcare circles, the higher level aspects of health are often given little credence or completely disregarded for the newest supplement, the trendiest diet, or other interventions that have a primary effect on the physical level. While there is still value in this approach, as it acts as a starting point for people, it does little to acknowledge the wholeness of the human system. And so for all of existence, mankind has sought to quantify and qualify these levels of our being. And it is only in recent times that many have tried to remove the higher order levels and put our health into a very materialistic view. This is due in part to technologies created with misguided understandings that are unable to yet quantify harder order processes. And then if we can't measure them with our given technology, they just say they don't exist. And so from an alchemical perspective, these levels are often understood as earth, water, air, fire, ether, awareness, and gone. And in recent history within modern science, specifically within quantum physics, we understand them as solid, liquid, gas, plasma, ultraplasma, vacuum, and the supervacuum. For our discussions and for the sake of seeking a common language, we will designate the levels as physical, energetic, emotional, mental, etheric, spiritual, and creation. I want to outline the seven basic levels while acknowledging that within each level there are planes and subplanes, all with specific characteristics that we'll cover in future articles. And so, first and foremost, in the physical level. And so, our physical body acts as the foundation for all the other levels, it is the level of matter. This is the level that receives the lion's share of attention in health, that is the physical body and our senses that shape our perceived reality. And as such, a perception of ill health resides on this level for most people. On the physical level, we are dealing with structural anatomy, our internal ecology, and our biochemistry. Within the broad knowledge of biochemistry, we primarily want to focus on inorganic and organic elements that are required for life and for optimal health. It's important to note that the makeup of our internal ecology and the products of the biochemical processes within the body are the building blocks for and the downstream effects of the higher level. As we move up from the physical level into the energetic level, the energetic level is the level of electromagnetism and light. At this level, light is channeled through our bodies via our nervous system into our meridian system, our chakra system, and our intra-organ energy systems to create the energetic phenomena that guide the processes on the physical level. So every physical process in our body is guided by electromagnetism and light. And that's because everything begins with light emissions from each cell called biophotons. Collectively, these biophotons communicate with one another and create a field around the body that regulates our metabolic processes inside cells, 
neurotransmitter release, our detoxification processes, and modulates neural transmission. This light that comes from the biophotons is highly coherent and communicates within us and with our environment. The coherence of our biophotons and biofield is reliant on abundant of exclusion zone water. So it's this delicate interplay between the light and the water in our body that sets the stage for all of our physical process. The neuronal activity of our nervous system initiated by light creates all the electrical and magnetic events in our body. Electrical fields are formed along the longitudinal nerve current in our somatic and autonomic nerves. And the magnetic fields travel perpendicular to the nerve current and extend into the space beyond our skin. So every individual has a magnetic field because we are electromagnetic. And ultimately, we are biophotonic quantum supercomputers. And so our bodies are the best technology in the world. And so we interact with our environment and our environment interacts with us primarily through the energy level. And so when we interact with other living things, the earth, the sun, the moon, the stars, and our technology, it is all done at this energetic level. And so anything that disrupts our light field, whether it be artificial light, electropollution, geopathic stress, will lead to physical issues and any of the tissues involved that are affected by the energetic level will become dysfunctional or ill. As we move up from the energy level into the emotional level, the emotional level is the level that facilitates the physical manifestation of thought that is created on the mental level. So the emotional level is sort of the spark that precipitates thought down into the physical level. The transformation of thought via emotions initiates neurotransmitters on the energetic level, which then affects the brain biochemistry on the physical level. This manifestation of emotion can become trapped on this level, and or negative emotions can propagate physical illness from this level due to acquired trauma patterns. And so to facilitate free flow of information from higher levels, it is imperative to have ways of locating and removing emotional blocks, whether that's with a practitioner, whether that's with different self-healing methods. And these emotional blocks can be with the person presently, or they can be from previous experiences that have persisted to present day. As we move from the emotional level to the mental level, the mental level is where beliefs, attitudes, and thoughts are formed and received. And ultimately what thought is, it's an electrical event that initiates a resonance through polarization into the lower levels. Every individual has their own individualized mental field where thoughts come in, but there's also a consensus field or a consensus reality that forms within a given society that shapes the etheric field. And so there's a direct interplay between all the levels, but especially the mental level and the etheric level. So at the mental level, all information from a patient's life is stored from conception up until now. 
The focus here on the mental level is bringing awareness to our thought patterns and consciously changing the illness creating automatic negative thoughts and limiting beliefs. As we move up from the mental level to the etheric level, as discussed a moment ago, the etheric level is the level of the universal collective experience. It's our connection to everything that lives independent of time and space. This is the interface between the individual and the collective. The main goal on this level really is to become conscious of the connectivity and its influence on our well-being and to heal the broken connection. Our friends, our family, and community play a pivotal role on this level. And so this is the level of what in homeopathy we call collective miasms which are large-scale societal changes that shape individuals' health. What was realized a long time ago is people's health can be affected by societal shifts. So we see this well-documented in post-World War II Europe, collections of people from different countries suffering from all the same illness because of this trauma or these things created on this collective etheric level and that precipitates down into the physical level. As we move up from the etheric level to the spiritual level, the spiritual level really is our connection with the innate intelligence within us and with nature and something larger than ourselves. When someone becomes depleted or blocked at this level, they begin to view life in very transactional terms and we lose the implicit healing power embedded within us. Really, at the spiritual level, it's about self-healing our connection with ourselves and with the natural world and, and seeking to reestablish that connection to our higher self and reestablish that connection to the natural world around us. And the highest level in the levels of healing model is the creation level. And at the creation level, we're talking about the universal source of manifestation, creation, and evolution of all life. And ultimately, our health begins on this level. And in order to properly receive the information coming from the creational level, we must be free of impedance at lower levels and at the same time seek to strengthen our relationship with divine. And the level of creation, it's really a focus on the patient's part and their connection to the divine through prayer, through meditation, based on their sort of religious background and religious beliefs, and really focusing on the bi-directional flow of love and seeking guidance between them and the higher world. At the creation level, this is not something we're intervening in in the office or in the clinic. It's, it's just really reminding people of the importance of this level and understanding that everything else stems from it. Now that we've covered the levels briefly, it's important to note that between the levels, there are descending and ascending influences, which I've alluded to. And so there's a constant exchange of information between all levels at any given moment. 
And so the healing impulse is created with a practitioner or through self-healing practices on a higher level can penetrate down into the lower levels, but not necessarily upward. And so a healing intervention must be on the level where the illness was created or one of the levels above it. And so while it is possible to begin to shift kind of the mental emotional levels with merely physical interventions we often see far more effectiveness if the illness is stemming from say an emotional level attending to the emotional level first so in any condition each level can have blockages which prevents healing impulses from the higher levels to reach the physical bond as such, during treatment, often it is pertinent to supply the body with foundational pieces so that the higher level work can be accomplished successfully. And so the physical body is really our foundation. And if our physical body is too weak or sick to receive some of this information, sometimes we have to take a step back and just build out the foundational pieces, whether that be from a nutri nutrition standpoint or a specific mineral deficiency or a toxicity really affecting the physical level in order to properly receive some of this higher level information we need to be healthy enough on the physical level to receive some of it it's also important to note that while the physical body makes visible what happens on the higher levels you can have problems in the higher levels which have not penetrated down to the lower level and so a good example of this is a disturbance in a meridian in the body, which is really an energetic level diagnosis, will show up weeks, months, or years before any physical symptom. And so this is maybe an issue just at an energetic level, or this is a higher order issue that's only precipitating into the energetic level when someone comes into the clinic. And so we can see that disturbance in the meridian oftentimes long before there's physical symptoms. And as stated earlier, the levels of health are in constant interaction within us and with our environment. And because of this, environmental contamination, whether it's from electropollution, environmental toxin exposure, atmospheric aerosols, many other things, can affect our mental, emotional, energetic, and physical levels, whether we can perceive the effects via the physical level or not. So an understanding of the multidimensional reality of our existence and therefore our health is imperative to navigate complex health situations and get to the primary cause of illness. And so this understanding of health, however, requires ownership on the part of the patient for it is not merely a new diet to follow or a new supplement to take to remedy a physical level problem. This requires a conscious effort on the part of the patient to engage in all levels of healing and be willing to explore outside of the misguided paradigm medicine currently finds itself with. As we move through these ideas, I hope we can gain some insight into what it means to be healthy and why it is that we have more quote-unquote knowledge on health than ever before, but find ourselves sicker than we've ever been in modern time. I hope you can join me as I continue this series, and thank you very much for listening.